Right. I mean, it is a convenience, right? You, if you're if you're if you've got a huge lifted Jeep and you need some help getting into it, I understand why you might want those. I would recommend Pilates. Uh, get the well, stretch going and the exercise. It's the, it's not it jump up on those boxes. Yeah, it's not conducive to to taking the Jeep off-road. And anything that you, I mean, this is the whole point of bigger tires and uh, suspension lifts, even body lifts. The whole idea is so that you can get it up higher so that you don't get stuck off-road or you can't get over something because the, the low bits are keeping you from being able to get over it. This flagship episode brought to you by... The Jeep Talk Show. You knew that was coming, didn't you? You can advertise on the Jeep Talk Show, and I refuse to say it's affordable. <laughs> I always think it's so much, you got to say affordable just to try to keep me from, you know, not just switching the channel and say, nope, that's just too much. And not only is it affordable, I'm sorry, not affordable, it's just downright cheap. Find out how to advertise on the Jeep Talk Show by going to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Reach out where we're waiting to hear from you right now. I'm Tony, and welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, where we put the fun in off-road fun. This is the only show where you can hear Jeep owners talk about things like mud, rocks, and giant tires, and not get weird looks. So strap in, grab your favorite beverage, and get ready to laugh, learn, and have a good damn good time. We guarantee that after listening to us, you'll have that sudden urge to go out and buy a Jeep and hit the trails. Don't say we didn't warn you. Chip, you're, I appreciate you coming back with us uh, this week. So last week, I said something, and you didn't react to it. I, I I said, uh, what was it? Uh, so I said, uh, blah, blah, blah. So strap in, strap on, and grab your, <laughs> your favorite beverage. You just, Actually, you just let that one go right by. <laughs> I'm, not that I'm that used to strap bonds, but what's funny was my wife, of course, wanted to listen to the episode that I'm I'm helping. Oh, know, yeah. Host. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. So, so we're listening to it, and she immediately said, strap on, strap on. <laughs> <laughs> was she thinking snap on tools <laughs> then she said what's this show rated i said oh it's got an explicit rating we can get away with whatever <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this is the internet we can do whatever the hell we want to do <laughs> so on tonight's episode news stories four by e uh, adventure vehicle of the year oh i'll have to have a little talk about that top 10 wrangler mods and in their gladiator update you connect update and Morning Thunder. Oh, and must have for your Jeep, Jeep Gladiator JT front camera. Something everybody has to have, I think. <laughs> sure, because, you know, when, when you stop along the trails, you, you want to see what the people are doing in front of your Jeep. It's like, oh, a penny. Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. Hi, I'm Chip, and I my wife and I took her six-month-old Rubicon off-road for the first time last weekend. That's really, really cool. Hopefully, we'll hear more about that in uh, later in the show. All right, so Hispanic Motor Press names Jeep Wrangler 4xE. It, it's taken me a lot of tries, Chip, but I'm finally saying 4xE and not 4XE because I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm used to reading 4XE. Well, you know, we had uh, the, the guy from Jeep on here. And oh, they it, wanted that. It, it, well, he didn't say anything. He was really cool about it. He didn't. He didn't correct me. But I would say four uh, XE, and then he would say 
not right away, but he would see, we'd be talking about the same thing and he would say four by eight. And every time he said it, it was four by eight. And I realized, oh, oh crap, I'm not saying it right. <laughs> well, I'm not real high on it. I would say four XE just because it pissed off the four by E owners. Right? <laughs> yeah. Trolling. Trolling is always good. <laughs> so anyway, Hispanic Motor Press uh, names Jeep Wrangler four by E adventure vehicle of the year. I like the way they add words to it because it's didn't it, they didn't say the four by E is the vehicle of the year. They say it's the the four by E adventure vehicle of the year, which means I think they could probably talk about more vehicles in, in their their publication uh, so they get more you know more eyeballs because that's what it's all about. I mean, we, we've been watching news and stuff for many many years, Chip, and we know that uh, it's not it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's if you can get the audience to, to read it or watch it. <laughs> if you tell them the same thing often enough, they start believing it. Yeah. Well, does that mean, so it meant we beat out the Bronco, right? The 4XE? Um, maybe that's luxury. Maybe that's the, 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 well, the Bronco is an electric. So maybe that has something to oh. do with it. Okay. Well, it's adventure vehicle. It doesn't say electric. I mean, it, it is the electric Jeep, right? But, right, but it's, and I'm thinking, you know, because venture vehicle because everybody everybody's smoozing uh, the government as far as the electric vehicles go these days. It doesn't matter if it makes any sense. It doesn't matter if we have the infrastructure to charge all these vehicles. It doesn't, you know, it's just it's the right thing to do to save the planet type thing. And and, and oh, 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 by the way, uh, I got a comment from somebody on Patreon, a Patreon subscriber, that said uh, there's lots of political shows. Uh, online and available to listen to. Uh, don't make the Jeep show. Uh, there's only you know, like there's only really one Jeep talk show or Jeep one Jeep <laughs> show. Don't make it political. When you know we we knew that we stopped. So we got too political last week. Yeah, we yeah, we stopped, but we just didn't stop soon enough. <laughs> this, this, you're bringing up the Hispanic motor news, and I'm sitting here thinking about how we can get into politics with that. As and then I oh, I'm it's like, so easy. Back. And you know the we funny thing is, last. yeah, you know the the funny thing is, is that I'm not. I do not like politics. It pisses me off. As I gotten older, I can see the connection between what happens in politics and how it affects me personally. So right. that's what pisses me off. And of course, I I certainly have opinions on everything. But yeah, I, I do appreciate the the Patreon subscriber. Uh, not only being a Patreon subscriber, but also to pointing out that it's a little too political. So, so maybe we should start about talking about radio frequencies or something. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the electrified 2024 Jeep Wrangler 4xE continues to prove why it's a le- uh, uh, prove it's uh, prove why its legendary com- uh, capability, unmatched open air freedom, class leading efficiency, and premium features. And amenities make it, I just think of Jeeps and amenities. That doesn't sound like those two things go together. Uh, make oh. it the best adventure vehicle available today. Earning the 2024 Adventure Vehicle of the Year Award uh, at the 14th Annual Hispanic Motor Press Awards. So, I mean, it's really cool. I mean, it's great whenever you get on the awards. I mean, we, uh, we were uh, in the top 30 talk shows, uh, uh, according to a uh, 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 blog feed yeah blogfeed.com and uh and, and it's great i mean we're actually in the top 10 so uh it's great being named so i can well imagine that it's it's always great to have somebody say something about your your hard work you know it's interesting i was just reading the because i was not familiar with hispanic motor press um just in what i'm reading on their website hispanic motor press mission is to educate the hispanic consumer into the adoption of clean and safe transportation capable of reducing greenhouse emissions. So 
again, let's don't go to the political side of this if we're being encouraged not to, but they're focused on um, clean and safe transportation. So, and communicating that out to their audience. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh, it's it's not a bad thing. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I still have a problem uh, about the uh, the whole idea that it's a certain a group. But I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with a group of people talking about it. But I, I kind of like the human thing. Uh, you know, we're, we're all we're all humans. And uh, I, I love seeing everybody uh, in Jeeps and off road. I think that that's great. I don't have a problem with uh, any uh, race being out there. It's, uh, I mean, uh, it's 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 something we all should be able to enjoy. We're all humans, and we all enjoy adventure. Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, that's why I love seeing more women involved with with GP and exactly. I, race doesn't. I mean, doesn't come into play whatsoever. I mean, it's if you're a jeeper, you're a jeeper, man. Well, and I'm I, I get a little concerned because uh, you do not see uh, all the races off road. And I, I'm, I'm concerned. And the reason why I'm saying this is I'm kind of concerned that there's there's uh, groups that don't get into jeeping because they're afraid that they won't be um, welcomed into the fold, so to speak. They won't be well, considered off-road jeepers. And, I, and that's the reason why I mention this, because I don't think I mean, everything happens. There's people out there that think differently uh, than uh, than I do. But I, I, I personally I think everybody ought to be out there. I like seeing I, everybody I, out there. In my wheeling, and I and because I only live 30 miles away from Badlands, I and I join as an annual member, so I can go anytime prepaid. So, in my wheeling, I've seen every race, ethnicity. Oh, good! Uh, out there and, wheeling. And tell people uh, where you're located again. Oh, I live in Central Illinois, but uh, the Badlands Off Road Park is just across the state line in Attica, Indiana. Um, it's probably it's the closest one: Chicago, St. Louis. Uh, well, I don't know. It's about four hours for St. Louis. So it's one of the closer ones for some of the definitely Indianapolis, um, you know, some of those major cities. But uh, it's a good destination. I mean, we have people coming from all over the place to to the Badlands. But but, yeah, I've seen every ethnicity out there um, and having a ball. Having Absolutely. A ball. I, yeah. And, and I'll be I mean, it's it's you have a commonality. You have something you could talk about because uh, uh, you're you're all in Jeeps. Uh, I had to look it up. It's a feed spot, not feed blog or blog feed. It's a feed spot that we were uh, uh, said that we were. We actually been in there in uh, feed spot twice. Um, top ten Jeep shows and uh, number one top ten Jeep uh, Jeep show and then uh, top thirty uh, talk shows. So I need to be more like Larry and keep us on point talking about Jeeps instead of going, encouraging you talking about politics or other off topics. Yeah, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that I stay away from politics. And I don't think talking right. about uh, 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 people's race in Jeeps is, is political. Um, I hope not. No, I don't think so. So I think I'm doing okay. So anyway, the 2024 HMP jury panel is comprised of independent Hispanic automotive journalists, content creators, and industry influencers selected by the organization advisory board. Uh, more than 20 junior members uh, from across the country evaluated, evaluated more than 100 new vehicles during 2023. So this isn't just Jeeps, of course. Uh, the jury panel evaluates vehicles based on their features, including overall design, comfort, safety, economy, handling, performance, and functionality, uh, infotainment inter, uh, integration, interior design, and environmental requirements, uh, driver satisfaction, and price. Um I, you know, I have to point this out. Um, if you're a, really a cheaper, a real true jeeper, um, 
it, it could be missing a wheel and you'd still love it. <laughs> so, you know, there's always that built in uh, just the, the love of Jeeps. I mean, so Travis with his 89 YJ and for has been a wheeler forever. Mm-hmm. And what's his other Jeep? A 4XE. Yeah. So, uh, and he seems a lot. He, he seems oh, to like it. Yeah, absolutely. Know. And it's funny because, uh, like on the uh, the roundtable discussions, if we start talking about EVs, you'll see both uh, Matt, who has a four by E, and Travis right. start defending them because you know we're and it's not like we're talking bad about the Jeep itself. We're just talking about yeah. bad about the EVs, the charging time, range, and those critical bits of things. <laughs> government overreach. Oh, government anyway. overreach. But stay away from that. Yes. <laughs> so I was thinking about this article, Tony. They're talking with all the things they're listing, and they're talking about this being the adventure vehicle of the year, and they're wanting to keep it kind of focused towards clean, green yeah. stuff. How many other electrified or, or hybrid off-road capable vehicles are out there? Um, I'm the Toyota, what, what's the, no, what's the I mean, uh, Rivian, truck that they built? Yeah, Rivian. Rivian is the only thing I can think of. But Rivian's price point compared to 4XE, I'm not sure. But Oh, God. Isn't it close to $100,000 or something? Because the last word in, that you just read was driver satisfaction and price. Oh. So the, the, the 4XE would be a value, right? I think so. Uh, I mean, it is, uh, it is, I think, significantly cheaper than the Rivian. Uh, and, sure. um, I, you know, I would like the 4XE or the 4xE a lot better if it didn't have that two liter engine in it. If it had the, you know what? The, 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 the I want to say four by four, three, but the, the 3.6, if it had the three, six in it and the other, you know, the hybrid, uh, electric engine and stuff, I'd like it a lot better because then it would be, Different. it'd be just like what you have, like what I have in the gladiator. Uh, but I have the the ability to run electric if I wanted to. I don't know, Tony. So when my wife and I were car shopping, and she six months ago bought this this uh, 2023, um, the first one we drove was the four cylinder with the turbo on it, and she actually felt it was more responsive than the 3.6, um, just taking off from stop signs or stoplights or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was really leaning towards that engine, but the Rubicon. Well, I, I wanted to stay with the six, right? Because we think back to the YJ and the TJs and the four cylinders, you know, they just don't have right. the guts like the six cylinder, the proven straight six. And so we have some of that baggage. So when I hear four cylinder, I'm hesitant. But I tell you what, that four cylinder turbo, not a bad drivetrain. No, really not. I, I have no doubt that it, it's, a, it's a good engine. But my concern is, is how long is it going to last how long is it going to be able to handle the weight and the stress that you're putting on it? And also, too, you have to add more um, hardware to make it work uh, as well as it does, specifically the turbo. I know turbos have been around for a long time, but that's just yeah. something else that uh, can fail. And the same reason why I don't like the 4xE is because it's a hybrid system. So you got two systems that something can fail on. Or if one fails, you drive the other one. Is, is that true, though? I don't know. I just, I, you know, when I, I, there, there's some things that I don't like to have overlapping things. Like if when, if when I bought stereos back in the day, right, do you buy those stereos that were all together in one unit 
And then if your turntable goes out or yeah, your exactly, FM, exactly. you got to throw the whole thing away versus having modules that you can change. And so and you can and you can it. research what you want to put on there. I mean, this this reel to reel is better than what I would have gotten, right. you know, and then you could get you know, save up a little money and get that really cool reel to reel. And it's always neat when your buddies come over and go, "Oh, you did this and how is right. this?" And you know, it's it's kind of like the Jeep thing. You know, the whole thing is kind of, you know, what like buying modifications. It's just more fun to do it that way. Yeah, well, I, here's, here's I never I never got a really fancy stereo system like that, but I I'd always looked at it, especially at the Radio Shack catalog. Uh, I would well, be going through that thing, you know, because that was before cell phones. You had to do something in the bathroom. I was a Sanyo guy. And so I, I was all excited. I saved up and saved up and bought all, you know, one of those all-in-one units. Yeah. And it was the latest, greatest technology. I got a quadraphonic stereo. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> I think they came out with, what, maybe 10 records that were quadraphonic. <laughs> <laughs> there was and a, then it went away. Yeah, there was a radio station in Houston. Uh, I think it was KLOL, which uh, if you're any, uh, an old-time Houston person, you know that was the the, the big rock and roll station uh, in the, in the area. And uh, they actually, and I'm and I may be remembering this wrong, so anybody feel free to correct me. But they had uh, FM radio station in quadraphonic. So if you had a quadra, I know if you had a quadraphonic uh, radio receiver in your in your vehicle, you could listen to that on in quad. And of course, they did a lot of the stuff where it would come out of one speaker when they were talking, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah. And they had to they had to play around with it. It's just it's so nerdy. <laughs> it, it, it didn't go over. It's kind of like the Sony no, Beta, right, or no. whatever. So yeah, I'm waiting to see. It's kind of like the TVs coming out. Uh, that was uh, you know the HD, the 19 uh, or the 1080, and now they've come out with a 4K. And there's mm-hmm. and I think their 8K is either uh, is is there or on the horizon, and uh, I made a joke way back when uh, about uh, video displays, video cards, and how how much information they would show on the screen. I said pretty soon, pretty soon the 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 what they d- display on the screen, you're going to have to be an eagle to appreciate the difference. <laughs> Yeah, I know. between so, the old one and the new one you got to have special eyes right? you can't i can't see shit anyway so i don't know you know i i was just talking we've got like an old plasma tv that's still just clunking along it was one of the last panasonic plasmas that it's a great set and it's got a great image and it's a it's it's not a dumb tv it's a smart tv but it's not as smart as the new smart tvs and i was like well, let's get a new tv and my wife's like why this one works fine yeah but you don't need a new tv yeah so. Yeah. Anyway, let's keep talking Jeeps. The only thing I remember is the plasmas were a little dim, so you had to have it in a dark environment. It's not as bright as the LED uh, back screens or even the fluorescent ones. But anyway, like you said, let's romantic. You have it romantic. Yeah. There you go. Uh, (laughs) The incense is burning, and you walk in and go, "What the hell's that smell?" Right. (laughs) And you know it's a either a candle or incense. All right. So uh, top ten Wrangler mods. From Real Truck, you remember Real Truck? Uh, they're an advertiser yeah. here on the show. Uh, they had a horrendous amount of space rented from SEMA uh, this this past year, and uh, you didn't you didn't go to SEMA, right? I wish I could have. I just couldn't justify the trip, and I was mm-hmm. busy with work. But uh, have you ever? I been? want to get out at some point. Have you ever been to SEMA? I have not. No. Oh I've yeah, got to go. Got to go other, at least yeah. once. I want to go just experience it. I, I, I need to go when Chuck goes because I really want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him. Yeah. Uh, get in yeah, trouble. Yeah, Chuck is a show. That's really funny. He's just he's just <laughs> on all the time. All right. So anyway, uh, these are the top ten Wrangler mods from Real Truck, and of course, Real Truck uh, sells uh, Jeep parts. 
And uh, like I said, they are an advertiser here on the show. I, I was just looking for a, a good top 10, and I saw this one by Real Truck and thought, well, this is perfect. Now, I don't know that these are in order, and because I kind of have a problem with the order of these, but we're just going to uh, jump through through these, and uh, I'm, I'm kind of interested in sharing my thoughts, and of course, I uh, want to hear what you think about it, uh, Chip. Uh, what's sure. your name again? Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> number one, soft tops and hard tops. Uh, that is a cool thing. We were talking about stereo components, and this is kind of a cool thing about Jeeps because you can have uh, more than one thing. You can change how your how your Jeep how you interact with the environment. Well, that's what's. I mean, so you're. It's a four wheel drive off road capable convertible. Yeah, adventure vehicle. Right, and then but you've got. <laughs> For the most part, I mean, I guess everybody may have a little bit of leaking, but even with the freedom panels on the JKs and the JLs, um, and what I really love, you know, when you're looking at soft tops and hard tops, is I really want to do that Sunrider from Best Top. Yeah, the, that new, is cool. The flip open, just replace the the freedom panels with that. That's probably my next mod on my wife's Jeep the next mm. spring. Um, I think it's a thousand dollars for my Gladiator, and I yeah, thousand maybe twelve hundred. Good Lord. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, man, good. that's a well, convenience. So I run my soft top pretty much year round. That's a lot of convenience. <laughs> well, yeah, but do you do you take your freedom panels off? No. All right. So if you're actually. I, I'm white. I burn within 15 minutes. <laughs> Wait, we're not, we're not doing the racist thing. Oh, no, it's, anyway. it's not racist. If I'm just saying what I am. <laughs> well, no. I'm, I'm really not white. I'm pink. So. <laughs> so. And they don't give you that option when they ask you. Oh, so no, the, that was born uh, this color. And as far as I know, I was, there was no option. <laughs> no, but I love it. You know, when we're wheeling, if we're out in the woods and it's a nice day, we'll flip the, the oh, front of our absolutely. Back. Yeah. And I mean, so there's there's times I'd like to be able to do that, but, but, but there are very few all, and far between. Well, taking it all the way down kind of is a, you got to wrestle with it, getting it back up. I mean, or taking it all the way off and running topless, but it is so easy. Just to just to unclip two clips, flip the top back. So the front to the, the the driver and passenger front is open air, and it's just it's incredible. Oh, it's perfect. Then, uh, so we have the uh, on my wife's 2003 TJ. Uh, I got the the best top NX Trek top. Uh, it has the the fastbacks, the 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 lean fat, and it really looks cool. It looks a lot better than factory, and that's sure. what she has on there, and it's perfect for her because she can flip that thing back. Uh, and yeah. real easy and pull it back forward whenever whenever she's done riding around and she doesn't have to take all the top everything off which she has a hard time doing uh, we right. do that from time to time uh, she even has uh, some tube doors that i that i got her off of uh, craigslist nice. yeah nice. so uh but it, it but it requires she doesn't like asking me to do it it's not like i complain about it she just doesn't like bothering me about it and it's not really something she can do but yeah oh it and that's the only reason why i would even consider it for the gladiators because we have one on the the TJ, something similar to it on the TJ, and it just makes it really cool and it's really easy to flip that thing back whenever you know whenever you just feel like having the open air environment. So you know, taking a, going from the JK, which was a process to take the freedom panels off. You had some knobs you had to take off, and mm -hmm. like I don't remember now, four or five, six clips you have to undo. Right, and then each one weighs I don't even know what twenty pounds. Oh, but that's at least yeah, and and so. Going to the the JL now that my wife's driving, 
they've simplified that process. They got rid of the knobs. It just it's a lot quicker. Oh, to that's right. That's off. right. Because I'm not used to. I don't know. I've never. I've only been in the JK once inside of JK once. And yeah, uh-huh. with the the Gladiator, it's uh it's like three L's that you twist and it comes yep. off. Yeah. Yep. And but it is, and it doesn't leak, which is also also a bonus. <laughs> yes. Well, even on our JK didn't leak much. I mean, there was a little <laughs> corner up. The A pillar had a little dribble every now and then, but. I think, you know, put some silicone on that, it probably would have been okay. It but should have been fine the, from the, the factory. The panels, my wife does like to run with it that way. And I know she's not going to take the freedom panels off unless I'm with her. Because she just doesn't want to, she doesn't want to drop them. Oh, she yeah. doesn't want to damage them. So it's not as much, it, it's a little bit of the, the struggle of taking them off. But she works 30 miles away. On a pretty day, if she had the Sunrider, she's liable to flip it open. But but with the freedom panel, she's not going to take it off. Right. No, and, I, I think it's a it's a great purchase, and Best Top is wonderful. I highly recommend anything you're going to put on top of your Jeep. It should be Best Top. The only the only caveat to that is I haven't seen it personally, but I had a, a did a, a interview uh, with uh, my top, and the my top thing is really really cool because it's a complete convertible thing, so you can take off the entire top just by the push of a button. Yeah, the electric ones. I've had friends that have had those, and sometimes they've had to put go through a couple of them. Like the the motors and some of those things aren't as durable. I've, I'm still kind of a manual guy when it comes to the soft top, but but I would definitely. I mean, best top, and then the interview you did. Didn't you have the like the manufacturer of the fabric that was selling the best top on here on one of the episodes, Tony? Um, but it was funny because when I was talking to the lady at uh, my top, uh, we, she was, I was asking her about that, what material was used. And she mentioned, uh, hearts and I went, Oh yeah, we interviewed yeah. Uh, Paul or Phil. No, it was Phil. Uh, and she goes, Oh yeah, I talked to Phil all the time. And I thought that was really cool. So they're using the, the quality stuff and Great. really, really nice. That twill, if I, yeah. I mean, I know cost is an issue for a lot of people, but paying a couple hundred dollars more and getting the twill, the twill is just so good. Well, it's just going to last a lot longer. Oh, and let's get to, that's number one. Let's get to number two. Right. <laughs> <laughs> seat covers. Have you done anything with seat covers on, on any of your Jeeps? Because I'm thinking seat covers is like the last resort. Uh, whenever it just gets so bad, you got you have to do something to it, so you put seat covers on it. Maybe, or... If you want to have a new Jeep and you want to protect what's on there and you put that's seat covers true. on it to protect the seats. So that's what I did on my 14 that I take off road because we do run it open and I may run it topless and I might get caught in the rain. So I went with the neoprene seat covers from Bartek. That's not a bad and, idea. Have, have you, they, you know who Catskin is, right? Catskins? Oh, Catskins, beautiful. The leather. Yes. I mean, you've interviewed them too. And I, I really listened intently on that episode because- they do really quality work. And actually at the dealership, that we, the Jeep dealership I stopped in at, they had a whole catalog there that from through the dealer, you could order cat skins oh, to man. put on. That would and be then so you got cool. color options and color options. They can embroidery uh, the, the, some sort of, uh, uh, you know, like no fat chicks. Uh, they could put it straight <laughs> into the, and, and this isn't seat covers though. They don't sell seat covers. That's that is the, the 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 bit that goes on the seat that you know yeah. that you get on. It's not uh, it's not it, it. They recommend professional installation. But yeah, I could see yeah. doing something like that. I'd love to have have the catskin uh, uh, seat covers in the in the Gladiator, especially if I could get something like uh, I, I guess Gladiator. No, that's even copyrighted. They can't do copyrighted things. But I'd love to have uh, have it embroidered, have the Jeep Talk Show logo embroidered on there. I don't. So, so I went with the Bartek, um, 
with so my Rubicon seats are underneath. I actually have cloth seats in my Jeep. But yeah. the reason I did the Bartek was the neoprene is very water re- repellent. Right. We were down at um, Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, and it just poured one night. And this lady had her Jeep topless parked out in front of the store we were in. And we came out, and this lady's taking a towel and just wiping her seats off. And I'm like, now your butt's going to be wet. Yeah. She goes, no, it's not. These neoprene seat covers dry quick. And so when if you're going to go topless a lot, if you're going to Jeep Beach and all those kind of things, those neoprene seat covers are pretty cool. And and they've protected my seats. So I, I like them a lot. I, I just went with a basic black, but they had lots of color combinations. You can get different thread combinations. You can customize what's sewn into the headrest, just like cat skins. Um, Bartek might be some company we might want to have in an interview. Yeah, I was just thinking that uh, right before you said that, that we, we need to talk to those people. I mean, anytime they can do customizations, that uh, that kind of is the trigger thing for me. I mean, uh, seat covers are pretty simple. I mean, there's uh, we have the neoprene seat covers on the, on the TJ. came with it because, of course, we bought it uh, used. Right. Uh, here's another good one uh, that I do agree with. Uh, the uh, number three, floor mats and liners. Uh, and of course, I'm thinking about uh, the, the the factory floor mats that you can get from uh, from Mopar are really really nice. I really like the ones that I got uh, for the Gladiator. But after seeing after talking to Armorlite and then seeing the yeah. Armorlite stuff out at EJS, it's uh, nice. wow, that stuff is great. And and, it, and you get no smell. You know, if if, <laughs> if you get rain underneath the, the, that that liner. Uh, they have the stuff in there that doesn't give you that musty, nasty smell like you get, uh, like we've had happen with the TJ a couple of times. Well, and I've gone through deep water before and gotten water in the floorboards. I mean, and 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 then it smells like a wet cat. Yeah, I mean, it's just a disgusting smell. In a bad and then way. You have to take out all the carpet. And it, you know, taking out the carpet isn't that bad because it's it's modular, right? So you can right. pull it out, lay it out, and let it dry. But but I'm really interested in the armor light. That might be a, a next upgrade for me. I just went with WeatherTech on the front on the front because they're formed so well. But right. that was on my JK. On the the uh, the JL, it came with um, those those floor mats that right. are and and they're from Jeep and they're perfect for. Oh, they're my very, they're very nice. I mean, the Mopar. Yeah. I got the the Mopar uh, floor mats front and rear uh, for the Gladiator, and uh, you know, of course, they have the drain plugs in them, and of course, mm-hmm. oh, and by the way, uh, just in case somebody's wondering, the Armorlite also has drain plugs, and you can get different colors. Those little <laughs> those little plugs, you can get all kinds of different colors, so you can uh, customize the Armorlite. So, does that uh, make your do better off road? Um, yes, because it makes you happier. <laughs> okay. And a happy jeeper is a better jeeper. There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. Here's a good one. And this is what I would think would be closer to the top for my list. Number four, suspension lift kits. Everybody wants a bigger Jeep, a taller Jeep and bigger tires. Well, I mean, you want bigger tires. You got to get a, you, most, in most situations, you have to raise the body up or the suspension right. up so you can fit those tires. And even if you can get the tires to fit in there, you start talking, taking it off road and articulating it. Uh, now you wonder what that pop, pop, pop noise is if you have mud terrains. <laughs> <laughs> it's your tread hitting your your, your wheel Jeep. Well. Yeah. And usually the fender flares. And sometimes yeah. they pop off uh, when that's going on. All right, uh, number five, upgraded wheels and tires. See, these this is number one and two for me. Uh, and and actually, you could put about both. I mean, I, these both these things need to happen at the same time. But if you can't afford both the suspension lift and the upgraded wheels and tires, uh, I, I do the suspension lift first, 
And then, you know, get the whole uh, don't never skip leg day jokes for a while until you can afford the wheels and tires. <laughs> what do they call those trucks that are running around that they're Oh, the Carolina the squat? Tire? Oh, my God. I hate that. Yeah. That, you know, that they just, made that illegal, right? Oh, they did? Yeah. In whatever, Cali- uh, whatever Carolina that is, uh, they, that they actually just, made it illegal. It's dangerous. I've seen it around still, though. There's vehicles oh, yeah. running around Illinois, and it's just, it irks me. But Well, they but, made it illegal in Carolina. They didn't make it illegal in Illinois, as far as okay. I know. So, uh, yeah, well, you can still do it. But can you I imagine? That's, that's like, I mean, uh, if you've, uh, if you've been, have you been to uh, Moab before? Well, I went to EJS with you. That's right. So, and, did you do... And I went one, I've been there one other time before that. Did you do uh, Hell's Revenge with us? You did because I was I was asking you why your tires were squeaking, uh, yes. why the the tread was uh, chirping, you know, barking a little bit. Yeah, there. it was barking, and uh, so that was uh, so you know going up those hills what it feels like. Could you imagine driving around like that all the time, like you're going up the <laughs> up a no. hill on <laughs> Hell's Revenge? I, I just no. you just can't see. Thank yeah. No, you were there. I, was that you? That was that was you at each Yeah. <laughs> That was me. You know, we slept together. I get. You, you said that you wouldn't talk about that. <laughs> and, and and I just got a complaint. If your wife gets a Rubicon, I'm no, nah, I won't go there. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you didn't earn it yet. <laughs> Number six, heavy duty bumpers. I think this is a great idea. And if you've never uh, seen uh, an accident where a Honda or somebody uh, stops short or runs into the back of a Jeep with uh, aftermarket bumpers, uh, that's the greatest selling point for uh, aftermarket heavy duty bumpers I've, I've ever seen because the Jeep often just drives away. It makes me braver. But it, it's not just for the road safety, too. It's the off-road, right? Because how many times I've been jeeping with people that still have their factory plastic bumpers on and they bump a rock ledge or they bump something, and then all of a sudden it's got a big dent in it, and now they're worried about how oh, they're going to get the dent I gotta, out of plastic. I got to upgrade my bumper now. <laughs> but but it, I think steel bumpers or aluminum bumpers, whatever, upgraded bumpers, heavy-duty, makes sense. I'm, I'm Yeah, especially if they can hold a winch because that's another tool that you can use. You more than likely won't need a winch, but it's good to have that tool in case you need it. Yes. Here's one that I really, really disagree with. Number seven, Nerf bars and running boards. But it, but they don't have rock rails on this list, so I, I wonder if they're, they're, if they're putting... Put if, if you put rock rails, add that to that comment. Nerf bars, running boards, or rock. Well, rails. I don't think that I don't think Nerf bars or running boards should be on that. I think it just no, should be. You should take them off. It should be sliders, uh, rock sliders. They need to be rock sliders. Yeah, that's the biggest complaint when we do like a Jeep Adventure Academy. People will come pulling in with their newly lifted Jeep with their new big tires, and they've but they've lifted them, and their wife's five foot four, and they need to get in the Jeep, so they put those little stirrups down, hanging down about 10 inches or 12 inches below the rocker. And and you're like, okay, just to let you know, those are probably going to get destroyed while we're out on the trail. Right. And, 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 if, it, it. and if it doesn't get destroyed, it was, people see them everywhere. So they figure people must know what they're doing. Uh, well, but if, that's not if the case. Going to the mall. Right. I mean, it is a convenience, right? You, if, you're, if, you're, if you've got a huge lifted Jeep and you need some help getting into it, I understand why you might want those. I would recommend Pilates. Uh, get the stretch going and the exercise. It's the, it's not. You jump up on those boxes. 
Yeah, it's not conducive to to taking the Jeep off-road. And anything that you... I mean, this is the whole point of bigger tires and uh, suspension lifts, even body lifts. The whole idea is so that you can get it up higher so that you don't get stuck off-road or you can't get over something because the the low bits are keeping you from being able to get over it. And then people will do the, the lift... And the tires, and then either have or add to these uh, these side steps that, like you say, drop down six to twelve inches, and you know, it, it's just not. It's counterintuitive. It is not the right thing to do. And as soon as you do that, if if you're trying to look the part and you never take it off road, as soon as you do that, people know that that's not an off road vehicle. You know, this is okay. So this is a list from Real Truck. and I bet they have a little bit of a hangover from truck modifications. Yeah, I'm sure because. Because like my F one fifty or you know the 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 truck pickup trucks everybody's wanting Nerf bars or some kind of running board so they can have assistance getting up in them and I get that on a truck and that's what you'd call them well but because they're not off road vehicles well they're not really taking those off road right and and I don't think I think that I mean if you're never going to go off road then fine but if you're thinking about going off road. Go with a true rock rail. Go with a steel. Don't do a, a Nerf bar. It, Nerf bar is not protection. It's right. just more cosmetic and maybe a convenience to get in. You can pick out a rock rail that has a step to it that would assist you getting in that's still six or eight inches lower than the threshold of the door. It's right there on the rocker. Mm-hmm. right? So I, I use mine a lot, especially when I'm at, parked at an angle where it's really hard to get in. I'll put my foot up on my rock rail, but my rock rail is has got boat slider to it so I can slide it and you use it as a pivot point. Sure. And you're and I'm counting on that protecting the body, the tub of my Jeep and the right. door. Yep, absolutely. So I disagree with you. I do not think you you should ever put nerf ball nerf bars or running boards on a Jeep. Because okay. even though you are not planning on taking it off road, what happens if you're in a natural disaster or even a man-made disaster? Huh? And now you're in a vehicle that could get you out, get you into safety or get you out of harm's way. But because of the convenience and your inability to get your fat ass up in the Jeep, <laughs> this this stuff that's hanging down it gets hung on a telephone pole or okay. a, a ledge, you know, like if you're in an earthquake okay. situation. Gets get okay. you hung up on a ledge. So I extremely with with, <laughs> with prejudice think you should <laughs> never put anything with steps on the side of it. I mean, if you have to have a step, get one of those uh, collapsible steps and put some paracord on it. So you, you pull it out, you, you sit it down, you get in your Jeep, and then you uh, pull the paracord up and throw that thing to the side. I've actually seen a, a more an older lady who had a step stool with a rope tied on it. Yeah. And to get in her Jeep, she'd put the step stool down, she'd get in the Jeep, and then she'd pull a rope up and Absolutely. put the step stool behind the seat. And it worked fine. Yeah. Right? And then, well, you have to look. So, Duke, getting in and out of Larry's, you know, Duke's Duke's got a few years on him. Right. Dog- yeah, and he's damn he's a damn large dog. So, <laughs> But he's got a ramp for that dog to get up in the Jeep. Yeah. Right? And it makes it convenient, but then he just takes the ramp up. He didn't. He doesn't have something hanging down low that's going to get in the way when he's off-roading. I think Larry doesn't look forward to lifting 165 pounds uh, <laughs> every time Duck Duke has to has to go to the bathroom and then getting him back in. So yeah, and you got to be careful where you put your hands and everything. It's just awkward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Uh, <laughs> so no, it's it's a great setup. But I mean, there's alternate ways of doing this. Uh, but I, I, I firmly believe that a lot of people do nerf, nerf bars and running boards with steps simply because they've seen it on other Jeeps and the, to, to them, that is the way to go. And yeah, yeah. there there are alternative ways of getting in and out of your Jeep. And I, again, I think if you just uh, if you just if you have to to get yourself in the Jeep, you're going to figure out how to do it without going through all that. And if you have to do the little uh, fold up uh, steps, and oh, and, and I'll mention this: the rock sliders, uh, rock slide engineering, rock, rock slide engineering. They yep. have something that it is is the best of both worlds. You have a step and you have uh, rock sliders, but they are about twenty five hundred dollars. But if you if yeah. you need really need that stuff, I mean, there's people out there with hip issues. There's people out there uh, that are uh, the heavy and they can't get in there. And there's people that are short or all three of those things. And uh, you know, it's it's much better to have a jeep and uh, than not have a jeep. And if you have to have a sidestep, that's fine. I may need uh, a step in the future, uh, but. Uh, I don't have to have it right now. And my wife at five foot two with her uh, 33 inch tires on her TJ and a four and a half inch lift is able to get inside that Jeep all by her little self. Now she's nimble. She's got, she must be nimble. She's got a, a, one of those foldable uh, stools though for our neighbor and her mom and several other people sure. that can't sure. get up in there. Yep. I all get it. I get it. All right. So number eight fender flares. Uh, I think this is great, and fender flares. A lot of people don't uh, don't understand that uh, the right kind of fender flares uh, can uh, uh, the metal ones allow you to take a little more. Um, you don't have to worry about uh, crushing things, or when those uh, mud rains are popping on the the metal, you have uh, it's less likely to cause any damage to the to the fenders. But it is also a great way to get more tire clearance. So whenever you are flexing. Uh, and, it, and, it, and you have to specifically go with fender flares that uh, are uh, that give you more clearance, and also too, you can get uh, plastic fender flares that give you more clearance too. I mean, the the, the Rubicon, uh, the, the those front flares for the Rubicon give you another like I think another uh, inch or two inches worth of clearance uh, right. for flexing. So even right. for it, the factory, it does. but the, so the plastic. So so if you don't have the budget for fender flares, you go through this list of ten things you got to prioritize. I have several friends who have taken the the JK or the JL fenders, uh, the black plastic ones, and they've just Trimmed drawn them. a line on them yeah. and cut them, and and they've taken and, and probably increased their clearance by maybe three inches, and they still look very factory. And if you do it well and do it right, um, that's a that's a cheap mod that you can do yourself without buying one. Now, there's an argument on metal. You, you said you like the metal, aluminum, or steel flares, which I'm putting on my Jeep, but I've run plastic ones before. If you're running in the woods a lot and you've got some narrow places where you're going to bump a tree, if you bump a tree with the plastic one, it's going to either one, it'll absorb it, or two, it might rip the plastic one off, but it's not damaging your tub. I had metal flares on the back of my Jeep, went through a very narrow obstacle, slid into the tree, metal flare, dented my tub because it it didn't take. Yeah, it doesn't give, right. 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 Yeah. No. And that is a good point. Uh, you have to consider that. And this is probably one of the reasons why uh, people uh, get very uh, skinny, if you will, uh, flares. And yes. so the thing that rubs is the tire. Yeah. But then then I'm, then you run into it like what I've got. I've got skinny flares on mine. <laughs> and rooster, you, rooster tail. tail those pro- <laughs> What's that? Rooster tail. Yeah. I, the rooster tail. I mean, you go through anything and, the, and half the windshield is covered up with mud or, or dirt or water at least. And, yeah. And and so I'm I'm putting a little wider flare on. I I, I 
I really like Jen Wright, and I know you know you interviewed Tony, and 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 man, that's those are nice. But oh, he I has great with, great products. He does. I went with Fishbone Off Road recently. I, this is my first product I bought from them. They were great. They look great. Um, I've, I've heard good things about them. They look very much like the Genrite ones, but were about half the price. But I don't think they're going to be as durable. I don't know that the the coating is going to last as long. But I don't mind rattle canning it. So I'm going to give them a try. Sure, uh, sure. I'll keep you informed as no, time progresses. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. So fender flares, I think, are, are good. Uh, good uh, alternatives are, are alternatives from the factory. I think the fender flares are good. Uh, yep. I haven't changed the fender flares. I mean, I changed the fender flares on the XJ. Um, I wanted more clearance for the the front tires. Also, wanted a little bit better look. Uh, I went with the the bushcrackers. Of course, they're bushwhackers, but everyone called them bushcrackers. <laughs> and, they're good. I like those. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the uh, they're they're great. Um, but uh, I have not done anything with uh, the uh, the gladiator yet. I would like to get. Uh, I, I would be fine with just some gladiator. Uh, I'm sorry, Gladiator, uh, Rubicon uh, front front fender flares. I'm fine with staying with the plastic. You can uh, find takeoffs all the time on Marketplace or somewhere. But they're expensive. They, it's almost like buying the steel bumper uh, off of, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the, yeah. the factory steel bumpers are very nice. All right, so number nine, off-road lighting. And as you guys know, I love bright lights, and it's not just off-road lighting. Uh, I like bright flashlights, and this is something that has been a, a constant thing with me from at least the age of 12. Uh, watches, a Timex, of course, and uh, bright flashlights. I just, just, I just find it uh, just fascinating, and it's great to have that illumination. So uh, getting back to the, even if you don't go off-road, because I've learned that, uh, it, and it makes sense, it just, I just didn't think about it, you go off-road, well, if you go off-road by yourself, or you're in front of a, a group of people, uh, that you're that are following you. Well, the bright lights are are kind of good, but not so good if you're number two through twenty in line, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and you and you're cooking them uh, like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> oh, you had to get that in there. Had to get that in. There. Well, this is this is Thanksgiving day, Chip. This is Thanksgiving, so okay, I get it. It's, it's the first time for the show today. It'll probably be more. Um, so. So looking at their list here, you know, off-road. So it, it does say off-road lighting. It doesn't say a big light bar across right. the top. Well, that's off-road, though. It could be. There could be mall lighting. But I also, when you get to the next one, so, and and as we go through this list, lockers didn't even make the list. So lockers before lights, I mean, that that's kind of where i'm going is not not even the top 10 lockers are not even the top 10 not even but 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 you're going to confuse a lot of people when you start talking about lockers because people don't understand i didn't understand that my xj my first well it wasn't even my first four-wheel drive but uh, i didn't understand that my xj wasn't a four-wheel drive it wasn't a two well it's actually a two-wheel drive but it says four by four on the side right so that's one that, yeah. one tire in the front, one wheel tire in the front, one tire wheel in the in the back. I mean, that's Good that's slip. all you get yeah. unless yeah. you buy uh, a Rubicon. Uh, and I think that's uh, and that, what is it? The is it the Mojave that has a, a locker in the rear? Uh, I'm not saying I'm not talking limited slip here. I'm an actual locker. I think so. I yeah. think so. But then the limited slip, there are limited slip options a lot on the TJs and some of those too. But. And and I have limited slip on the Gladiator as part of the Max Toe package. And I think cool. it's and I think it's really helped me because uh, going off road the Jeep Talk Show Texas events, we we've had uh, several Gladiators uh, attend that and I've had 
zero problems getting up over things and where other gladiators did. Now, this could be the line, but I think it, ha- I think it has to do with that, uh, that limited slip in the rear. So, Probably both. Yeah. Probably both. But I am definitely going to get lockers for the Gladiator in the future. It's just uh, they're, they're very expensive uh, to get. I mean, the lockers themselves are over $1,000 a piece. So, off-road, going back, number nine was off-road lighting. So, uh-huh. when we were out at Moab and we went out and decided we were on Poison Spider and we were going to go on out to Beyond and they were talking about wheeling it, we might not have gotten off the trail. If, if we did everything that a couple of the guys wanted to do, we would have been out there till one or two in the morning. <laughs> and so... The majority ruled, and we came back off the trail. I think we came oh, down I out of there. Oh, remember that story. 10, yeah. About 10.30 at night, we were coming out, and I haven't done a lot of night wheeling, but um, several of the Jeeps had rock lights, and I wish, and I don't have yet, but because I don't night wheel much, but I am, I've got rock lights. I just haven't installed them yet. I think they're great Rock to lights have. are valuable. Yes. Then Roger was leading us, which is a scary thought in itself, but he did actually <laughs> a really good job. Um, there was... There were some concerns. Roger's um, fun to mess with. <laughs> oh, he is. And, and he's a great guy. And he just sent me his old radio out of his Jeep. He gave it to me because he upgraded and his radio was still better than the one I had. But and he, it's, he's a super guy. But in any case, he had rock lights and, and he had really good lights um, front, f- forward facing. And so he was leading and I could see his rock lights to identify the line I wanted to take. Now, I've got JW speaker headlights because I didn't like the factory JK headlights. They just weren't bright enough. Right. But I didn't want to shine those JW speakers in his, you know, I, I turned those off, but I've got rigid cubes up front that have amber lenses. So I think I'm really going to lean towards amber rock lights and amber night feeling lights because it's easier on the Jeep in front of me. Yes. Or potentially behind me. So when Ken from Tyree Lights, uh, Tyree Light, uh, TyreeOffRoad.com, uh, uh, when Ken sent me a flotilla of uh, Tyree Lights for the Gladiator, uh, he sent me a couple of uh, four inch, I think it is, um, uh, little round lights. And he said, uh, and I sent you two, they were white. And he sent me two, uh, two lenses. One was yep. a kind of dispersed lens. And another yep. one was kind of a more of a spot lens. And I put the the dispersed lens, his recommendation, put that on there. Uh, I installed them in super, super bright lights. And I put that uh, that dispersed lens on there and uh, actually used them out at Hidden Falls. We went out there, uh, Bill, uh, Andrew, and I went out there to, to shoot some video. And uh, I actually got to use those, um, th- those huge uh seven inch lights that i have on the front from tyree those things are just insanely bright uh they but, look good though yeah they'll they do and they're it's great to have when you need it but right. of course i didn't right. need it i mean uh, bill and andrew told me i didn't need it several times because <laughs> i was behind them <laughs> but but anyway I, half mile with those or something that that amber light and it down lower because i have it right on the the top of the bumper um, yep. it was, it was cool, man. It was like looking at stuff in 3d. I mean, it is 3d, but it just enhanced my ability to see the rocks, the small rocks I was coming up on that I was able to, to, to see, well, this is how far I am from it. And I need to slow down here because this is going to be a hell of a bump. I, I really like the amber lights. And in fact, I have not installed it yet because I got to build a bracket for it. But the the V12, I think, is what it is. It's a light bar, a little 12-inch or 10-inch light bar that uh, Tyree uh, uh, sells. Um, I've also installed the amber lens in it. So I'm planning on installing that just above the, the fair lead on the winch. 
and then I will have uh, that ability, but it's going to be amber too. So I, I'm a believer in the amber now after after well, using them off road. And amber, not only is it easier on the Jeeps around you, but if you're in fog or if you're in snow or if you're in dust, I think amber cuts through it a little bit better. It's easier on our eyes and mm-hmm. we don't have to adjust as much. Right. Well, yeah, so. Actually, the bright white is harder for us to see because our, our eyes are kind of tuned to the more of the yellow spectrum. Right. So yes. whenever you use something that's in the yellow spectrum, you can. That's why that's why people say it cuts through the dust. Uh, the light really doesn't. It's just our eyes are able to see better. Uh, see that right. that with that amber light. All right. Well, let's get to number ten. Number ten, winch and recovery gear. And it's really important. The recovery gear is very important. Uh, that's like having uh, a supermodel uh, that you're dating and uh, no money to take her anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You can't show her off. That's right. You need that recovery yeah. gear. So those those are things that you need and uh, a good a good this. top if I ten did list. Supermodel, I might need recovery gear. Oh yeah. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. So, Chip, uh, you have a brand new, albeit your wife's, 2024 uh, Jeep. It's a JLU, right? It's a four-door? Yes. So, you have a brand new 2024 JLU. Uh, was there an update recently, a Uconnect uh, update recently, like within the last couple of weeks? Uh, if so, she drives it all the time. I didn't see it. Oh, she doesn't tell you? She doesn't tell you about there was a, because my wife told me about the, she was driving it when it, when the thing popped up. I uh, no, I haven't heard. Okay. Well, anyway, the, uh, the gladiator, which is a 2021, uh, gladiator, uh, recently, uh, they had a, a, an update pop up on the, uh, the 8.3.4, whatever it is that I've got in there. And uh, I, I did the update. That's no problem. Just press the button and it, and it happens. And you don't have to leave the, the vehicle running if you guys don't already know this. It just it takes care of it all by its little self, but it does ask your permission. And I was just curious, like, okay, what, what happened? What changed? Is it, does it improve gas mileage? Does it, uh, <laughs> you know, what, what are you doing here? You know, what, what, what changes are made? I couldn't find anywhere online. Anything about any information on the on the update? Is it just me that's curious about what changes are, have been made? Well, I mean, it could be a bug fix, right? It could be anything. I mean, I, I get those even on my F-150 where it'll pop up saying updating and I just let it run. Once I, my phone connects to it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do its thing. So I'm not too worried about it. I mean, it could be but, a nav. But I mean, I'm not necessarily, you don't have to be worried about it. I'm just curious. Is there some, some sort of feature that I now have? Is there some new app uh, and the off-road screen. I mean, you know, I'm just curious. And I was just su- surprised. I couldn't find it anywhere. I mean, I went to Uconnect. I went to um, Mopar. I, I, I went to the ELO thing. Uh, just be, you, I don't know if you, are you familiar with ELO? No. Not the group. So the, the, <laughs> Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah, like the, the ELO thing allows you to track uh, where the where the Jeep is. Oh, see, I don't I don't want that on my Jeep. Uh, it's It's there. <laughs> But the cool thing is, it's on your wife's Jeep. <laughs> oh well, I have to get on there. I've, I've got I've got it all on my phone too, so I can go check it out and see where she's going. Yeah. So I all can. Right. I mean, you, and it, it, there's a you can even see the trip. So if uh, like I mean the I, I was looking at the the Gladiator the going up to uh, Moab and back. It, it does it day by day, and it tells, shows you exactly where the the Gladiator's been. It's it's really neat, and it also allows me to see where my wife is. 
in case I'm war- I'm wondering if she's going to be home when she's going to be home. So does uh, that mean Jeep, Jeep knows where you go, Tony? Yes. So they can see who's going off road and who's not. Well, there's probably something that they they say that they do not have. Uh, they don't access that information for privacy and stuff. But yeah, technically, uh, that uh, the the either Jeep or the company that's uh, contracted to to handle all this stuff uh, is <laughs> uh, is right there. So uh, I like it. I mean, if 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 your vehicle is gone and you don't know where it is. Right. You just I'm thinking Lojack, like, right? They can locate your Jeep and find it. Exactly. I mean, you can find it. And yeah, I like, I like the idea. Drive over there in your other Jeep and kick some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be locked No, no, no. Let the, let the police handle it. But yeah, kick some ass. So, uh, you know, I was just curious. I didn't know what, what, what the, the, the Uconnect update is. Maybe we have a listener out there. Maybe we have somebody that, uh, that works at Jeep or a Jeep dealership that uh, can uh, give me a clue, uh, give us all a clue, because I'll let everybody know uh, where we can go and find out what changed, what changed on the Uconnect. I mean, and, and, you know, you could have a problem come up uh, anytime there's an update. Uh, we've all learned this with computers and phones and stuff. You can have a problem that is generated by an update. Uh, I think it's unlikely, but it, it can happen. And I'd like to know, oh, maybe this problem has something to do with this change that they made. And uh, I read it right here as to what the change was. So uh, I, I just find a little more, you know, informed. I'm too trusting. I'm assuming they're fixing a, a glitch or something and making it better. Oh, they could uh, be, but they can also yeah. cause more in the process. And maybe, maybe. It could be a navigation update, right? It could be anything. Mm, they they keep bugging me to update the maps and stuff, and they want to charge me one hundred and seventy five dollars to update the the maps on the thing. And and, and I, I guess they haven't heard of Google. Um. Well, that or if you're using you know Trails Off Road or or Onyx or Gaia or one of those. See, I was that's what I was kind of thinking. I mean, uh, when I spoke with Todd at Trails Off Road, he he didn't say that it was going to be a. Uh, uh, it was for the 2024 uh, Jeeps that were they were going to have trails off road right there on the Uconnect system. But the the <laughs> when I saw that Uconnect thing, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I get trails off road now. No, yeah, no, I know. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But still, that, 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 that's kind of the one of the reasons why I was it'd be neat to look and see because anything right. can happen. Uh, right. But anyway, so uh, you're familiar with uh, our morning thunder uh, doodad, yes. that thing that we're talking about doing with coffee, doing coffee in the morning and stuff. So went to old Katie and met up with Greg of Underground Graphics and to test a location that we were both uh, thinking we might be a good place to go uh, on Saturday morning. And uh, I uh, we got there. It was it was very nice. I was and this is the the, the this was the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So I figured there's going to be some people off. Saturday's probably going to be a little busier than normal. I don't know. Right. I've only been to this place twice. Uh, it's a well known place in Old Katy. Uh, and uh, but anyway, went there, got seated right away. Uh, Greg showed up shortly thereafter. We had a good breakfast, nice chat. Uh, and uh, one of the things Greg was uh, chatting with me about was that there's this uh, this location uh, just, gosh, it's probably 300 feet from where we were, uh, right there behind the, um, 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 what do you call it, where the the courthouse, not the courthouse, but, you know, the, the city center where they have all the, it's the... It's town square? No, it's, it's the, the place where the people that work for the city uh, congregate, like the mayor and whatever else. I can't remember what it's called. But anyway... 
yeah city, city hall. hall city hall let's say let's just call it that i forget exactly what it's called but anyway they have like a really nice city hall there and just right there next to the city hall is this this new place it's an ice house uh they are it's katie crossing ice house and uh, it's a it's super neat looking looking little place uh greg and i went over there to have a look at it he wanted me to check it out and uh, it's a very quaint area, a lot of small shops, uh, brick streets. It's it's very nice and fancy trees, and it's right there by the, 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 the main thing I was just talking about. And we went over there, and we were just kind of looking at the place, and there was this lady uh, kind of cleaning up or something, uh, walking around outside, checking stuff out, was the general manager of there. And we, we stood there and spoke with her for about 20 minutes. Um, they had a the, their, their first Jeep event is coming up uh this sunday so the the sunday after thanksgiving and uh greg and i are going to go uh it's between 1 p.m and 4 p.m uh they the 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 katie crossing has already had a bronco event first one and they had about 30 to 35 broncos show up and the the important thing is they had a place to park them all (laughs) You had you had me interested up till when they they put Broncos ahead of Jeeps. We gave her we gave her a hard time about the Broncos, <laughs> but but I think it's important to the, the reason why I mention it is is because if you can get thirty Broncos there, can you imagine how many Jeeps you can get to show up? So Ice House is this a microbrewery kind of place? Um, I've never known an Ice House to be a microbrewery. Ice House basically means uh, people that uh, smell like stale beer and uh, ride motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> That's Roadhouse. And the, there's some people out there going, hey. <laughs> Did I mention tattoos? Yeah, and tattoos. <laughs> but this is a, a super nice place. Uh, and, oh. uh, yeah, so uh, talk to her about possibly doing a Jeep talk show event there. And uh, actually, I think it'd be really cool that if they have repeat Jeep events there, uh, instead of that being a Jeep event, they can call it a Jeep talk show event. So If, if they turn it into a monthly event? That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, anything to get people there to uh, to to buy uh, buy their product. Of course, that's the same thing we were talking about uh, at uh, the the Snappy's breakfast place. So yeah, what I'm envisioning is like the breakfast we did at the Moab Diner, right? Yeah, yeah. Where you just sit around with all the guys, and it's cool. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Uh, absolutely. But uh, so anyway, morning thunder uh, may not be morning thunder. It may be afternoon thunder, and uh, it may be on Sundays. Uh, uh, between 1 and 4 p.m. But, and I'm thinking this might actually get a lot more people out because it's a little hard to get people up on a Saturday to go and have breakfast. I'm not saying it won't happen, but uh, it, I think uh, especially for uh, the people that go to church on Sunday, this would uh, give them the ability to go to church and then still uh, go get their Jeep and drive over to the uh, the the, the, uh, the lighthouse. I'm going to call it the lighthouse. Or take the Jeep to <laughs> church. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Some people don't do that. Some people, uh, you know, don't, don't find that uh, uh, that uh, family friendly. Uh, I guess it really depends on the amount of modification. So we may be changing that. But I also spoke with the owner of Snappy's and she was a bit hesitant at first because I think she saw the potential of a lot of people uh, filling up the parking place and the, the parking spots and inside and not spending any money. <laughs> and yeah. she, after talking to her, she was at, well, actually working the register. And after talking to her, she came up from behind the register and was asking me some questions. And one of the things she said was, uh, how long have you been doing uh, this show? And I said, uh, this is our 13th year. And right. she immediately changed from um, moderately interesting, interested to, oh, this is the big thing. This is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And I, I told her, I said, 
yeah. Jeep Talk Show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, anyway, uh, we may be uh, maybe doing something a little different uh, for Morning Thunder. Nothing is uh, written yet. We're just keeping you up to date on what's going on. Uh, but I think that uh, I, th- I think that we're going to be doing something, and I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and if you're in the the Katy or Houston area, you're probably gonna want to be a part of it at least uh, once. Uh, still not sure if it's gonna be monthly or quarterly or how we're gonna do it. Uh, but uh, I, I think that you're going to enjoy if you're not familiar with Katy. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy coming in, especially old, into old Katy and just seeing the little the little shops and all the little things that are there. It's it's very. Uh, I hate to use the word quaint, but if you've ever gone and drove uh, driven through. Uh, I, I know Texas, I don't know, I'm sure it's in other states as well, but driven through and seen small towns and those little shops and stuff. It's just fun. Um, nice. Not a big antique fan, but my wife is. And uh, But it's it's fun seeing the older the older buildings and the smaller buildings like that. Nice. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, you guys talked about what music you listen to in your Jeep. And uh, like to remind you guys again, I drive an XJ, so the only music I can hear are all the rattles and squeaks and vibrations of the Jeep actual going down the road. And don't forget tire road noise from those sexy Nexian Rodian tires. Well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that I'm taking piano lessons. Yeah, my music teacher came over. I started banging my head against the piano, and he says, what are you doing? I said, I'm playing by ear, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. I know. It's the best I can do. Should I apologize for this joke? Nah. Yes. Nah, I'm going to let it stand. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. <sighs> I think he's playing a game where uh, it can only be 18% funnier if you lower the bar occasionally. <laughs> Yeah, definitely true. At least we got that one, right? But yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, you know, uh, we we love our interviews here. And uh, coming up uh, 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 tomorrow is uh, our interview with uh, Greg of Underground Graphics. So uh, same Greg that I went to the the Morning Thunder test out thing. Uh, We're going to do an interview with him. And uh, if you need graphics for your Jeeps and even just regular stickers, uh, Greg is a a great person to go to. We've been using Greg uh, for all kinds of things uh, way back in XJ Talk uh, days, xjtalk.com and uh, XJ Talk Show. So um, long uh, graphic relationship uh, with Greg of uh, Underground Graphics, undergroundgraphics.com. All right, in your must-have stuff for your Jeep, we are. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about uh, the Jeep Gladiator JT front camera from Z Automotive. Did you did you spring for the front camera on your uh, your wife's uh, JLU? We did not. She's just excited now. She's got a backup camera she didn't have before on the JK. On the JL, it's got a backup camera, but and it's a very back, nice yeah. backup camera. It's very yeah. very uh, a lot very of good clear. good image there. Yes. So uh, the Rubicons, uh, you can get uh, the the front camera from uh, the factory. And the cool thing about it is, is that just like the backup camera that you're talking about, uh, Chip, you actually see uh, an estimated direction that the tires are going to go. So uh, if you're if you're turning the wheels up front and you're looking at the rear camera, it's going to give you an estimate as to where those wheels are going to go on the ground. So it actually it dynamically moves around as you do. 
And the right. great thing about the front camera on the Rubicons, and I think it's uh, it might be other than, more than just the Rubicon, but I know it's Rubicon. Uh, it does the same thing, um, but, it, but in front of you. And I thought it was just a stupid thing to get on a, on a Jeep, especially if you go to add um, uh, a aftermarket front bumper and a winch, and chances are you're not even going to be able to see through the camera, depending on what you put put in front of it. I think at Moab, when we were going off of hell, That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I've mentioned it before. So I, Holy I, shit. I didn't hear a crash for the Jeep that was in front of me, so I know there must be something there. <laughs> yeah, I, all I see is sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could at least feel better because I could see the thing. So this is kind of one of the reasons why I, I thought about this thing. It would be nice to have uh, the uh, the camera right there. Uh, so that you could actually just pull it up. The, the, and I know this is minor, but the thing that irritates me is is that it shows as a cargo camera. So the little icon that shows up on your Uconnect system, it shows it as a, a cargo camera. And it's, so you can watch like a trailer if you're pulling a trailer. Or trailer like or if you've got cargo in the, in the bed. I, I, yeah. I see that there's no provisions for a cargo camera, but that they have multiple camera inputs on the Uconnect system. Uh, there's the rear camera and there's a cargo camera. So uh, you, you, you're hooking this thing up from Z Automotive. Uh, and on Amazon, it's $161, a little cheaper than from a Z Automotive uh, website. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it allows you to see uh, in front. Uh, of uh, in front of your jeep and uh but you don't get the little uh thing where it shows you where the tires are going to go none of that overlay stuff you're you're just seeing what's there and i can see how this would be very uh, handy for uh <laughs> if you're going off a cliff <laughs> on hell's revenge <laughs> <laughs> yeah but not not just that but if you're rock crawling I, my, if i'm rock crawling and, and the jeeps are all moving along and it's all great we're doing fine i can see where the jeep was in front of me or I've, I see the rocks and I continue to move in motion and I remember where I'm at. My biggest challenge, and I'd love to have a camera on the front, is you approach an obstacle and you're in a bunch of rocks and you have to stop because the Jeep in front of you is struggling to get through an obstacle and you're sitting there for five minutes and you forgot. while they make it through. <laughs> and now I forget where the damn rocks are Exactly. Yeah. I, I, the, it was so funny. Whenever uh, Chuck was riding with me uh, the, the last uh, JTS uh, uh, Texas event, he goes, I don't know how you go off-road. I can't see anything in front of me. It, you know, all I see is a hood. And I went, thank you. It was one of the things. I, everybody else is doing it, so I just didn't complain. <laughs> and that's it. You, I have a tendency to forget uh, crawling along, I, or especially if you're playing with a radio or talking to somebody, you have a tendency to forget what's in front of you. And, and you need to know that thing, especially. I mean, it's not a, you're not going to, not necessarily going to roll over or anything, but I mean, just that, that bump is like, oh crap, I hit that too hard. I should have slowed down for that. I forgot it was there. Or an inch or two could make a difference on whether you clear a rock or not, or yeah. where you take the rock. And, or, and or, or maybe there's a rock and you can tell its position as far as where the, the differential is. And you may need to move over so that you're not impacting that rock with a differential and have to back up. So a front camera would be handy. I, I think that the, actually the camera would probably be handier, uh, not in the grill, but down lower. Like, uh, yeah, tilt it. Tilt it down a little bit. Well, no, I mean lower, not, not pointed down, but actually mounted lower. So you can well, literally I see where the tires and the rocks are. You're almost at the rock level. The, the, the problem there is, is how long is the, the camera going to stay there? <laughs> Bust it off. No, mount it in a place, but have it at an angle so you can see right where your tires are going. And then I've got friends that have also put cameras on their diffs. Yeah. Like they have multiple cameras and they put them on the diff so they can see if the diff's going to take a hit or not. 
Um, you know, I, that was, you know, going wheeling with my wife last weekend. I kept repeating to her, rocks are our friends. Put the, put the rocks under your tires. Don't yeah. straddle the rocks. Don't take them under the diff. And she doesn't have skid plates, although the Rubicon has some skid plates, but it's stock. Right. But I don't have a skid plate system yet. And so she was very concerned about that. Sure, sure. And it makes a hell of a noise. Even when it doesn't yes. da damage anything, it still makes a hell of a noise. So it doesn't like noise like that. So just so you know, this grill-mounted uh, front camera kit for the 2020-plus Jeep Gladiator and Wrangler 4xe 392 uh, requires a JL Mini to activate the cargo camera input on your screen. Uh, works on the 8.4 Uconnect only. Uh, and uh, it, it's nice. I mean, I, I don't know what the quality of the image is. Uh, I kind of, uh, it looks like it's a, a composite uh, video and uh, composite video generally isn't a very clear uh, video. So uh, I, I, maybe, maybe you, somebody out there uh, could uh, let us know that has this and you, you compare it to the rear camera. The rear camera is very sharp. It may be composite, but I don't think it is. Also, too, this does require uh, the last video I saw on this anyway. It does require you doing uh, putting pins in the harness so that you can connect this thing up. So you sure. literally have to pull the harness off the back of the Uconnect system, put put some pins in there, and you got to get them in the right spot so that when you're hooking it up, it actually goes to the camera input on the Uconnect system. So uh, not for the faint of heart. Uh, I think anybody can do it, but you uh, you need to be aware of this before you buy this. So Jeep Gladiator JT front camera from Z Automotive. They also sell that Taser uh, Mini, uh, which I have, and uh, I really I really like it. You know, it's always a little sad when we hit the end of the trail, like the end of the show, but there's always another trail ride just down the road. Jeep Talk Show has four episodes a week, Tuesday through Friday. Subscribe and never miss an episode. I need to take a pause when I'm saying that stuff. Speaking of subscribing, consider keeping the Jeep Talk Show on the air by subscribing to the show via Patreon. The place to go for all the information on how to subscribe and how to contact us is at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Chip, thank you again for being here uh, this on uh, this, this most recent flagship episode. Happy Thanksgiving. And, uh, boy, I just have a really good time talking to you about all these things. Uh, a lot of good content uh, from you, and I uh, really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Tony. Broadcasting since 2010.